This is Gemara and Be'ya Daf Lamed Ches, the learning for this week. The week of Sheva Brachas, the Simcha continues between the Chalsa and Jitzi Boleg and Debbie Karniel. Amir Tzashem, they should be able to build a Ba'is Nemun Yisrael. Their wedding certainly is getting off on the right foot. The Sheva Brachas worth of Taira, the entire Chabura learning B'schusam, what an incredible Schus. Amir Tzashem, learning the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Schus for the new couple as they embark on their new life together. As well as the Schus for Shlem Shul Yisman and your Vedish woman, Shlem Benita, many of the Vedish Chaim we're picking it up on the bottom of Lamit Zayin Amid Beis as we're closing in a few days left of this fabulous and fascinating Mesechta. We are five, six lines from the bottom of Lion's Diamond of Bees. We finished yesterday with an answer. We answered an epoch, a classical Gemara Teretz. You gotta switch up the names. There are Yeshaya is one that says Ain Breyer of Yechadon is one that says Yesh Breyer and of course, in classical Gemara form, we're now going to have to understand if Rav Yechran holds of Reira, is that work? Umisle, the Rav Yechran Breira and the Gemara continues in this discussion of Breira. And let's take a moment to clarify what exactly does Breira mean? Something that we've touched upon. Breira means it can be retroactively clarified that this is what happened. Meaning, right now, normally things go in time, things go straight, things don't go backwards. But Lahalacha, there are certain times we'll have to say, we're going to do something now, and this shows us that yesterday, this was the status. If I have a barrel, I could take out a cup on a Monday, and I could say that now I know retroactively back to Sunday when I became an owner in this barrel, that this cup was mine. Even though when I became the owner on Sunday, I had ownership in every particle of this barrel. So I didn't really have ownership in this one cup, but if you hold a breer, what that means is when I eventually take that cup on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, retroactively Lima Freya, it's clarified that that cup was always mine back to the beginning on Sunday. That's the basic of the concept of breer. So says the Gemara, does Yechelen really agree to this concept of Brei Rav Amar Av Yechelen Bat? Excuse me, Av Amar Av Asi Amar Av Yechelen. Four lines of the bottom. Brothers that divide an estate. What is their status of these brothers? They are considered purchasers. We'll see for a why in a moment. That's why we know that there's Allah when you buy a piece of land. Nothing is sold forever. Nothing land is never owned forever. Land is only owned for excuse me, a maximum of 50 years. When Yoival comes, all land reverts back to its owner. So if brothers, when they divide their father's estate, what is their status? Is their status that they take over their father's uh, possession? And therefore... After a hundred million years, it's still going to be theirs. If it was always part of their father's family, estate, etc. It's not the son that the father purchased that it would go back to his purchaser. But a case where the family had an estate, the family has a land. So then the father is nifter, the sons inherit that land. What is the status of the land in the hands of the children? Says the Gemara, they are lukuchais, they are like purchasers. Each brother is as if he purchased from the other brothers from the larger estate. And therefore, when Yaival comes at year number 50, what are we going to do? You have to, everything is going to go back and you do a new division. So what do we see? We see very clearly that Rav Yechelen does not hold the Breira. Because if Rav Yechelen held the Breira, what would he say? It wouldn't be Lekuchais. We would say each brother, when he takes his shear, that retroactively is clarified. That's what his father gave him. For the fact that he's doing it no, as a purchaser, each one is buying it now. That means Rav Yechelen does not hold the Breira.
answers the Gemara, or perhaps he'll tell me, maybe only when it comes to the purchasers, that's a dindaraisa. That's why Rabbi Yechon has an older Breira. But maybe in a dindarabonon, he does hold a Breira. But again, even that doesn't work. Does he even hold in a din of the Rabbanon? Vatanya Ayoy. Ayoy says, and Rashi famously points out, who is Ayoy? He says, Rashi, don't get confused. He's the shame of a Chacham. That is a name. Vatanya Ayoy. Ayoy learned from Yudah. Aymer says from Yudah. Ain Adam Masnal Sheidvarim Kechad. Person and Allah make a Tanai on two different things at once. Elam Bachacham the Mizrach, Eruvalim Mizrach, Lamayrav, Eruvalim one is not sure. We are the Tamachacham. We are the Rav. The Gadol is coming on Shabbos to give us here. He might be coming to the Shul in the north. He might be coming to the Shul in the south. Or maybe there's even two Tamidi Chacham coming. We're not sure at the moment. And therefore, I want to be able to go attend the lecture. Problem is, it's outside my Tchum. So how do I go north or south? I put a Tchum in either. I, I, I put my Chalam, my loaf of bread, my bottle of wine in either the north or the south. The problem is, if I do it in the north, I can't go to the south. If I do it in the south, I can't go to the north. So says Rabbi Yehuda, you cannot make a tanai, you cannot make a condition on two things simultaneously. Rather, it's either one, it's only one directional, says Rabbi Yehuda. It's either you can only make a conditional Erev, you can only make a Tanai either in the north or in the south. You have to choose one, you cannot do both. You can't keep it open-ended. You can't say, if he comes here, I'm going here. If he comes here, I'm going there. That doesn't work. You can't potentially leave both ends open. And the Gemara says, we move over to today's Daf Lamaches. The Gemara says, we pondered and we wondered, what exactly is this Allah? Why is one not allowed to say, I'm going to put an Erev over here, and I'm going to put an Erev over here, and I'm going to say, if he comes here, my Erev's here. If he comes here, my Erev's here. Why is he not allowed to do that? They ain't Breira. Because we don't hold the concept of the Breira. Meaning, if you hold the Breira, then what would happen? Then you would be allowed to put out two different Eruvim. Bottle of wine, chala, bottle of wine, chala. One in the north, one in the south. And then you'd be allowed to say, whenever the Chacham comes, Breira, we now retroactively clarified that was mine all along. That's where I wanted to kind of shvisa. I want to go north, not south, etc. So what's now must be, we don't hold the Breira. Says the Gemara once, Second, so why are you allowed to do in one direction? It should be the same issue, Mizrachamayrev. Why? Meaning, if you can't do with two different, meaning the Gemara was thinking, if there's two different Tamid coming, you're not allowed to say, I get to choose if I want to go north or south. Says the Gemara, but why if even one Tamachacham is coming and you don't know where he's coming, why does it help? It's going to be the same issue of Breira in order to allow you to make that Erev. Explains the Gemara. Amar Av Yechlan, you know what's going on over here, Ukvar Bachacham. The case is that Tamachacham already came, you just didn't know. So you don't need the concept of the prayer. It's a little bit nitty gritty exactly how to explain this. Meaning, Breira goes back Lamafreya retroactively. Here, you don't need a count of the Breira, meaning why not? Because the Tamachacham is already in the shul. You just don't know. It's a lack of knowledge by you. So therefore, it's a regular tonight, it's a regular condition that if we find out he's there, I'm going to go there. If we find out there, he's going to go there. But you don't need Breira at all. End of Raisa. Explains the Gemara, Alma, let's say Rabbi Yechran Breira. We see Rabbi Yechran does not hold the Breira even when it comes to Eruvay Techumim, which is the Din Derabanan. So we see even for Derabanan, he doesn't hold the Breira. So we're back to square one. We started off today saying we're switching Rabbi Yechran, Rabbi Yechran, who holds the Breira, Rabbi Yechran as well, seemingly doesn't hold the Breira. 
Says the Gemara, let's go back. Four lines down. Don't switch anything around. Ah, when did Rav Oishia not hold the Braira? So, meaning in Rav Yoichanon, we try to make this split. It didn't work. But in Rav Oishia, we can make such a split. And the Gemara concludes, Darshmar Zutra Lacha. Kravaisha. The Allah is like Kravaisha. And that we're going to hold of Reira only on Dine Durabanan, not on Dine Daraisa. Amar Shmuel, and the Gemara concludes, says Shmuel, Sharshal Patam, the Shar of a fattener, has a Tchom, are you correctly Koladim? Any person who buys that item, he will be the one that defines the Tchom. Shal Sharaya of the Shepherd, are you correctly Oisa, ear anyone in that city, because anyone can potentially give it to that Shepherd, and therefore that is where the Tchom goes like. So again, we're concluding the portion from yesterday, this fascinating sugya of Breira, of retroactive clarification going back and allowing something to be as if it was that way all along. We're saying we cannot explain that we have to split split Ravayshin Rav Yechran. Rather, we're going to go within Ravayshin, does not hold a Breira, but on a Dindar Aisa, but on a Dindar Abanan, which is what we says, says the Gemara, we do say Allah Lamaisa, that on Dine Abanan, we will say Breira, there will be such this, this concept of retroactive clarification. Says the Gemara, 10 lines down to Someone who borrows a cleave from his friend in Erev Yantif, we said, then it gets the tchom of the borrower. Says the Gemara Pshita, of course. You only took it on Yantif, meaning you borrowed it on Erev Yantif. We only physically took the item on Yantif itself. So, I would have thought is it's not considered in your Rishos. Kamash Mlan says the mission of the Chiddush, no, if you borrowed it, then it goes by your Rishos. And says the Gemara Masalela, the Rav Yechon, the Sarai, the Rav Yechon, the Rav Yechon, the speaks that explicitly like our Braisa. Even though you didn't pick it up until Yantif itself, it goes by the borrower because you borrowed it before Yantif. And we continue to the Mishnah and we said, But if you borrowed something on Yantif itself, then it goes by the Mashil, the lender, not by you, the borrower. So again, says Gmar of course, we know again when does Tchum happen by Binash We take that snapshot of the world, and wherever every item is. So if I borrow something on Yantif, where was it on Arab Yantif? On Arab Yantif, it was in the hands of the mashal, in the hands of the borrower. So of course it goes by Yizdatcham. What's the Chiddush? Answers the Gemara, you know what the Chiddush is? The rug of You borrow from him all the time. You would think it's considered as if it's in his Rishos. Kamash no. Meaning, I always borrow items from Ruvin. So I would think, even if I didn't borrow from Ruven before Yontif, and I showed up and borrowed on Yontif. Maybe the mere fact that I always borrow is enough to consider it as if it's in my Rishos. Kamash Malan, no, Meimer Amr, we're going to say, Dilma, Mishka, Chinesh, Achrinav, Asal, Vashal, Minei. How do you know? It's true you always borrow from Ruven, but you never know. Maybe you'll bump it to Shimon on the way, and you'll borrow from Shimon, and therefore it goes practically, when did you borrow it? If you borrowed it on Yontif, then it doesn't go by the borrowers, but rather by the lender. And that's the Chiddush, it's quite a novelty.
And similarly, we said if a woman borrows from her friend, and what does she borrow? Let's be precise. We said she's cooking something. She borrows water and salt and dough and flour and all these different items. Says the Mishnah, it goes by both of you. It goes by me, well, not me, the woman, but it goes by the woman and it goes by the person she borrowed because she has some ingredients. The person lent her some ingredients. So the tchum of the final product of this challah goes by the person who lends the items and by the person who baked the challah. Says the Gemara, Kisalik Rav Abba, when Rav Abba went up there to Israel, Amr, he said the following tefillah, something that is accepted. I want my teachings, I want my terror to be accepted. Kisalik, when he went up, he finds three Gedailim, Rav Yechlam, Rav Chanina, Bar Papi, and Rav Zir, they're sitting. And they said, Excuse me, and some say it was these three Gedailim, it was Rav Shimon, Pazi, and Rav Yitzhak, Navcha, Vyasvi, Vikamri, they were sitting and they were saying, they were sitting and they were saying that halacha, like we said in the Mishnah, that what? That if someone borrows an item, the joint dough, the challah goes by both people's tchum, not only by the person that created the dough. And on this, asked Rav Abba, saying, Am I, excuse me, they all asked, Am I, Why is it? Why is it true that this challah, this goat, goes by both of us, goes by the person who made it, goes by the borrower? It's a joint ownership bread. They said, why? Why is that true? I borrowed this water and salt, and I have flour. The flour is the acre. So your water and salt should be bottled, should be null and void to my flour, and the whole should go by my feet. Why are you relevant at all? That was the question these Gedalim were sitting and discussing. Amrlu Ravabas so Ravaba went and he's visiting and he introduces an answer as we turn over to Lamachasim Abase. Hare says Ravaba, one second. Shinis Arivlo Kavchitim Basar Kavchitim Viva Kav. I have one measurement of flour. And you have ten measurements of flour of wheat. Shall Khaver of your friend. If I if my one measurement mixes with your ten measurements, can you go and take your now eleven measurements? eat it all and be happy why are you happy because you got an extra measurement very simple my my uh, cup of water falls into your bottle of water you're going to go and drink the whole bottle of water have an extra cup and say it's bottle it's not here it's all mine you can't do that. V'chadi. That was Rav Abba's kasha. Meaning, they were sitting and discussing why. Why is the chum go by both of them? It should be bottle. Says Rav Abba. Bottle? This isn't a halachi question. This is an ownership. This is who owns the item. Who owns the item in the chum? We both own the item. So chum should go by both. Just like if I, my item will get mixed with your item, you can't just go and consume the whole thing and say, oh, it's now all mine, it's bottle. Of course not. What happened? They laughed at him. He doesn't know why. They laughed at him. Amr Lu Ravaba says, Have you taken your shirts? They laughed at him again. He couldn't understand. What did I say wrong? I have a beautiful taina. Amr Ravaisha. End of story. Now says the Gemara, let's analyze this story. It was good they laughed at him. Ravabu, you think you had a good question? You think you had a good idea that if your item gets mixed with your friend's item, your friend can sit and eat it all and, and be happy? I'll tell you why they were laughing at you. Why did you ask? Look at the top line. What was the top line? It was chitin and chitin was like with like. Why did did you ask a case of like with like? Why didn't you ask them a case of chitin with barley? Why not? 
You know why not, says Ravashi? I'll tell you why not. Because then it would be like with not like. And what's the halacha of like with not like? And the halacha is like with not like is bottle. So says Rav let me explain something. You asked from what? Wheat to wheat. Why did you not ask wheat to barley? Because seemingly you knew that if you asked wheat to barley, it wouldn't be a question. Because why? Because then it would be bottle, and then you would be able to eat it. So similarly, even we don't wheat their opinions that all that it's bottle. So explains Rav you know why they were laughing at you? Because your question was ridiculous. You asked from wheat to wheat, why do you not ask wheat to barley? Because there you would have agreed that there's a din of that it would be null and void. He could eat all your items. What do you mean? The Rabbanan hold even we with wheat is bottle. Amrli Rav Safar, Rav Safar says back to Rav Aisha, Moshe, Shabir Kamrit, what are you saying? Moshe is a word of a, it's a, you know, like a guzma, it's an exaggeration. Moshe, what are you talking about? Did you not hear that which Rav Aisha said in the name of Rav? If you go and you take rocks out of your friend's granary, you have to pay him the value of wheat. To me, the value of wheat, I took racks. You know why? Al-Makila Chasu, you have to fill his void. When we view what you took from someone else, it's not the physical item you took. If you have a big barrel, a big back bucket, bowl, barrel, whatever it is, of wheat, inside has some garbage, some refuse, some strayers, some racks. When you sell that wheat, the racks go with it. So if I go and I pick out those racks, what I f- effectively take out, Wheat makes no difference because when you sell it, it all goes all together. So when you would have to pay him back, what do you pay him? You would have to pay him back wheat. The, the mere being, because when you would sell it, it would all go together. And the way we view it is kila chasri, you have to fill his void. So to over here, you have to fill his void. Meaning, if your item got mixed with your friend's item, and your friend went and ate the whole thing, of course he'd have to pay you back. There's no bittel. You can't say bittel over here. You have to fill his void. You took his item. So that is what Rav Abba's question was. So he's asking back to Rav Aisha, Rav Aisha, what are you saying that it was good they laughed at him? It's not true. He had a beautiful fundamental question. So now when we go back to our question, why they were asking. Then when I have of an item, which I borrow from someone, the Mishnah taught the Tchum goes by everyone. They asked, why does it go by everyone? It should be bottle. Bottle, of course not. You can't be mevatel ownership. You can't make ownership null and void. It's physically owned by the both of us. Says Abayi back, one second, one second, what's going on over here? Says Abayi to Rav Safra. Again, Rav Safra just asked, Rav Safra said that when you take out the racks, you're going to have to replace it with wheat. Says Abayi back to him, is there's no difference between items that have uh, something that you could claim, like the case of the pebbles, you could bring him to Bezin over that. What's Maman She'in Le'Tavim? In our case. In our case, you borrowed from me the water and the salt. I lent it to you. Whose is it right now? It's not mine anymore. It's yours because you borrowed it. That was their question. Again, let's go back. When I borrow something from you, whose tchum should it go like? All from me because I am the sole owner. You're asking me, what do you mean? In a case of pebbles and flour, and you take out the pebbles, you got to pay back the whole thing. Shkaya, because over there, you could take him to Bezdin. But in our case, I lent it to you. I gave it to you. It's yours. 
responds back with what you're telling me. I have a different problem. Cannot become an avila. If I shecht an animal, it's kosher. Something that's kosher cannot be undone and become nevila, become unkosher. It can have it can, it can become something else, but it can't become into an avila because it is effectively kosher. You can't take something kosher and make it unkosher. However, shchuta inoy betila ben avila. But in the opposite, if I have one piece of shecht and meat and that falls into nevila, it's not bottle. Why? Because could become a shchuta. Now, what exactly does that mean? It obviously doesn't mean a nevela could become a shchuta, because once it's a nevela, the carcass is dead. And a dead carcass obviously cannot become a shchuta. So what exactly does this mean? Let's take a moment. We're really going to conclude with this. Let's see Rashi. Rashi over here, it's a bit of a lengthy Rashi. We're just going to see the end of the parts of the Rashi. Rashi, the Taimech, the Amr of Chista, Nevela Bala Bishchuta. Rashi says, he quotes the rule of Menachas that we're coming from, Min Bimina Eloi Batal, Min Bishain Amina Eloi Batal. That's the basic rule that like with like, Min Bimina, it does not be Mavatal, but like with unlike is Mavatal. And on this, Rav Chia learned the following Nevela Ushchilta, Betula Zubazu. One is a bottle and the other. Lurav Yehuda, Vash. When is it That's the rule. When something could be like the other item, that's when it's called min and that's when it's going to be bottle. Avil, however, im I'm sorry, if it can't be like the other one, avil im If it's possible to be like it, if I could turn it into you, then min minayu, then it's considered two different entities who bottle. Now it's a bit counterintuitive. That's the difficulty here, because we're saying if you could become the other item, then it's min minay, then it's like with not like, and then it's going to be bottle. And therefore, he explains the case. We'll just read this Rashi a little bit quicker. This is the case the Gemara just quoted that if I have excised in the Vela that mixes with a lot of Shchuta, it's going to be bottle. As if as if it's not there. Again, I have a little bit of not kosher meat that falls into a lot of kosher meat. That's not the point that we need. You're not going to be tame. The vela is tame. Shechet meat is not tame. The min b'sheinai mineu because it's two different items. The avshel is shchuta. He has a mavata. He has metame b'magomasik and a vela. Once it is shechted, it cannot be the level of mikabel toma, and that's the point the gemara is honing in on. The level of mikabel toma, just like an vela, it's impossible because it's already shechted, so it can't have that same level of permeability and susceptibility to toma. Avol shchuta shenisari b'nevela. What about the other way? I have a big Van and Nevela, which is of course all Makaval Tumma, and I have one piece of kosher meat that falls in. The Ruba Nevela. The shchuta meat is not bottled and therefore becomes tamei vade lisrev tumal magai. Which the difference would be, you then could burn it because we know saying that's tamei, you let it burn. Such critical words, Rashi says. What did the Gemara mean that an avila could become the shchuta? Doesn't mean an avila could become a shchuta because an avila is a dead carcass. A shchuta is an animal that was shechted. Says. Rashi, it means that it becomes tar like the shchuta. Why? When it gets smelly, then it's no longer 
going to be called Nevela. And that is what the Gemara means, that the Nevela could become the Shkuta. Now, let's finish up, says the Gemara. Hachanami, so to by us, what can we say? If the Nevela meat had an owner, it would not become bottle in the larger part of the Shkuta. You can't say that. And therefore, that was Rav Safra's question back to Abaya based on the stint of Rav Chista. But maybe you'll tell me, Achanami, Fatani, we learned in a price of Rav Yechemenuri, Chafsei Avker, Kainim Shvisa, Avvishin Labaylim. Even without an owner, an ownerless item, Chafsei Avker gets a Shvisa, gets a 2,000 Amos, gets a Tchoman Shabbos. Doimim, Kimishesh Labaylim, as if it has an owner. So the Gemara is stuck. And therefore, comes in Abaye, and Abaye says, Amar Leh, Mikam Adamis, Says Abaye, which is really the fundamental idea that we've been grappling with from the top of the Ahmad, that is Isser could be bottle. But when it comes to Bailos, uh, when it comes to an ownership, that cannot be bottle. And that is the reason why. They were laughing. That is the reason why the ownership of the water and the salt cannot be bottle. It can't be bottle because it's an ownership. And therefore, when it comes to the tchum, it should go by both of them. And now the Gemara says, we now want to know why is the reason. At the end of the day, we have finished the whole discussion. The discussion with Rav Abba, he had a taina, he had an answer why they laughed at him, because they didn't understand why the Tchum should go by both of them. And now we understand it. We understand that the rules of Bittal do not apply over here. The rules of Bittal do not apply over here because there's an ownership. And whenever you have an ownership, there is no Bittal. And therefore, this bread goes by both of them. But now the Gemara gives three different reasons, a really going to do this tomorrow, what is practically the reason? We'll see the first one. You know why the Bailis and the Tchum goes by both of them. Abai says the first answer, Rav didn't give another answer, and you know, we'll pick up from here tomorrow explaining the three reasons why practically this loaf of bread, which has salt and water from one person and flour from another, has the Tchum from both of them.